What's up you guys, it's Graham here. So this is a question I get asked a lot. What's the difference between leasing a car and buying it and which is a smarter move financially? See, the thing is, I've done both. I both leased a car and owned cars. The first car I bought was a 2006 Toyota Prius in 2008. And then I ended up buying two Lotuses cash. And then I ended up leasing two Priuses and then the Mercedes that I have now. So I've seen it all. But is there one that's necessarily better than the other? Is one cheaper than the other? And which one would be the best choice for you? So first of all, let's talk about buying a car. Now, when it comes to buying a car, you can pretty much buy whatever car you want. It could be five years old, brand new, or it could be 50 years old. It really doesn't make any difference. Now, unless you pay cash for the car outright, you're gonna end up financing it. Now, when you finance it, you pretty much just take the cost of the car minus your down payment, and then you finance the rest over a specified period of time at a specified interest rate. Most of the time, people finance cars between 48 and 72 months, anywhere from a 2.5% interest rate, maybe all the way up to 5%, depending on the type of car and your credit history. And then you're also gonna end up paying whatever sales tax is on the purchase price of the car, which in California, it is ridiculously high. This is where I wish I lived in a state like Montana with zero sales tax, which is why a lot of people like Montana LLCs when they buy their expensive cars. So pretty much you factor all of that in and then once you pay off your loan in however many years, congratulations, then you own the car outright and it's 100% yours. And then when you own a car, when you go to sell it, you'll pretty much just get whatever the car is worth minus whatever loan you still have on it. This is pretty simple stuff. However, there are a few drawbacks to this. The first one is that you're gonna be responsible for all the wear and tear and maintenance on the car, especially if it's an older car and that could add to the cost. The second drawback to buying a car is that you pay sales tax when you buy it on the total purchase price of the car like I mentioned. Unless you're lucky enough to live in a state like Montana, in which case, you get out of here, I'm just, I'm just jealous. I'm just jealous because California has really high sales tax. And also totally separate from that, but when you buy a car, generally speaking, your payments are gonna be a lot higher than if you were leasing that car, and I'll explain why shortly. But before I get into that, really quick, let's discuss leasing. Now besides this guy that I bought with cash, everything else since 2011 that I've daily driven has been a lease. And for me, this was actually a better financial move to make. Leasing generally works best when you wanna have a newer car every few years and you wanna have the lowest payment possible. If you are planning to go and own your car and drive it until it stops running, then leasing is absolutely not for you. But if you're the type of person like me where every few years you want a bit of a newer car, you might wanna to listen to this because leasing could actually end up saving you some money. So when it comes to leases, you're pretty much always gonna get a new or newer car. You're very rarely gonna lease an older car like you could when you buy a car. You could pretty much buy whatever you want, like I mentioned. And when it comes to leasing, usually the way it works is that it's for a fixed term, usually between 24 and 36 months. And during that time frame, you have a certain amount of allotted miles. Generally, it's gonna be between 10, 12, or 15,000 miles a year. Or if you're like me, you end up getting 12,000 miles a year, you never use them. And then close to the lease expiration, you end up just driving to Vegas back and forth every few weekends just to like use up the miles, which is a lot of fun, by the way. So if you're like me and you have a three-year, 36,000-mile lease, you're gonna need to return the car with 36,000 miles or less to avoid paying any excess mileage fees. These fees usually range anywhere from 20 to 25% for every single mile you're over whatever you're allotted. But remember, when you buy a car, you can drive it as much as you want and not have to pay any excess mileage fees. Except instead of paying excess mileage, 
mileage fees when you own a car, generally you're gonna see some depreciation with the more miles you end up putting on that car. See, now the first reason why leasing a car is often less expensive is that first of all, unlike buying a car, you're not gonna pay the sales tax on the full purchase price of the car when you get the car. Instead, you only pay sales tax on what your monthly payment is. And this, depending on what state you live in, can save you a ton of money. And with that, the lease price is also determined by the amount of depreciation the car is going to see during the time that you drive the car. And then of course, they end up just tacking on some random fees and dealership charges just so the dealership could end up making money too. So you're pretty much just paying a monthly price for the depreciation rather than paying the full cost of the car. So just as an example, let's say that you lease a brand new $30,000 car. And it's estimated that after three years, the car is gonna be worth $20,000. Now, because the depreciation is only $10,000, the difference of the price new and the difference of the price when you return the car, your lease price is based off that $10,000 depreciation plus some finance charges and extra little stuff thrown in there. Now, of course, I'm simplifying things a bit, but this is pretty much just the gist of it. Therefore, with leases, this is often why it's a lot cheaper to lease a car than own the car because you're only financing the depreciation of the car during your ownership and not the entire cost of the car as when you buy it. And oftentimes, too, with a lot of leases, maintenance is thrown in as well during the term of the lease. So pretty much you have a set monthly price and you know that everything else is inclusive of that price and you just pay that and the car works and you're good to go. You might also get better tax write-offs too for leasing a car, especially if it's for business purposes, where it's extremely simple just to write off the cost of the lease up front. And also when your lease is done, you don't have the hassle of selling it. You pretty much just return the car, give them the keys and you're done. But when the lease is up, you have nothing to show for it. You don't have a car, you don't have equity. Unless you end up buying the car at the end of the lease, this is called the residual value. So the residual value is the value of the car after you've used it and at the time you return it. Now chances are in almost every situation, you're going to know the residual value at the time you sign your lease. Every now and then you can get extremely lucky where the residual value is actually less than the current value of the car. I actually had this happen once before with one of my Priuses. I could buy the car $3,000 less than easily what the car was worth, which gave me an opportunity if I wanted to make a few grand by buying the car, I could. But most of the time, you're probably better off not buying the car at its residual value unless you just plan to buy it and then drive that to the ground and that's gonna be it. But again, you need to make sure you're not gonna go over your mileage on a lease, otherwise you're gonna pay those nasty excess mileage fees, which are fees you would not have to pay if you owned the car. So these are my thoughts. Both buying a car and leasing a car have their own advantages and disadvantages, and what really makes the most sense is entirely dependent on your situation. If you're planning on keeping a car for more than about five years in almost every single situation, it's probably better you buy the car. And whether or not you buy a brand new car or a used car, generally speaking, the longer you own the car, the more it makes sense just for you to buy the car. Just don't be that person that goes and buys a brand new car drives it for two years, sells it at a huge loss, then goes and buys another new car. Don't be that person, that's a huge waste of money. In that situation, it's probably better for you to lease. Especially if you finance a brand new car and then decide to sell it shortly afterwards, chances are you're actually gonna be upside down on your loan, which means you owe more on the car than what the car is worth if you sold it. If this is the case, you will actually have to pay money just to sell your car. So don't be that person, don't do that. But if you're like me and you want the privilege of driving a new car every few years, you're not gonna go over the allotted mileage. You want a lower monthly payment just to free up some of that 
cash flow and you don't want the hassles of trying to sell a car when you're done with it, then leasing could be a better option. So in my situation, it's actually cheaper just to lease a car instead of buy it. And it also means I don't have to pay the sales tax on the full price of the car, only on whatever my monthly payment is. And it's also my monthly payment's a lot lower because I'm financing just the depreciation and not the full cost of the car. And then when I'm done, I just swap it out for a new car and that new car could be whatever I feel like at the time. And also for me as a real estate agent, I feel like having a newer car every few years is just a good image to have, especially if I'm driving around multi-million dollar clients. It's just a more professional image than driving around a beater Prius. And I also get a pretty decent tax write-off on leases as well because I could pretty much write off the full cost of the lease against my income. So the lease actually becomes significantly cheaper at that point. And even though, yes, you can depreciate an owned car against your income or by the amount of miles that you drive, a lease is pretty straightforward and pretty simple to deduct from the amount of taxes that you owe. See, ideally for most people who just want to drive from A to B, the best course to take is just to buy a car that's about three to five years old that's already seen a lot of its depreciation hit. See, the thing is, after about five years, most cars have hit the majority of their depreciation, and then it slows dramatically each and every year after that. So pretty much just buying a car like this and keeping and driving it forever would be the most financially sane thing to do. Then just finance it at a low interest rate, invest the remaining money elsewhere to make you even more money, and then just hold it. And then when the car falls apart and it's too old and it doesn't run anymore, just repeat it again, buy another one. Even if you're a car guy like me, I highly recommend buying a car that's already taken the bulk of its depreciation. Some cars, by the way, you can pretty much just buy and they very rarely depreciate further beyond a certain point. Examples of this could be the Lotus Elise, Lotus Exige, older Porsche Turbos, the older Acura NSX, or especially the 96 and 97 Viper GTS. Some of these cars just literally don't depreciate. You can buy them, drive them a few years, and sell them for the same price you bought it for. Imagine instead of like house hacking where you live for free, I gotta make a video about car hacking, how you can drive for free. See, when it comes to cars, most people end up losing money when they buy a car, relatively new, lose a lot of money on depreciation, and then when they go to sell it, they take a hit at that point. So if you're the type that generally wants to drive a newer car every few years with a lower monthly payment, then generally leasing would be a better decision. But just keep in mind that all things considered, that doesn't necessarily mean that leasing is cheaper. You end up paying for the privilege of driving a new car every few years. Sure, leasing is way cheaper than just buying a new car every few years, but leasing is still more expensive than just buying a used car buying it once and then driving it until it doesn't run anymore. But a lot of people are not about that life. They like newer cars and like me, I like to drive newer cars as well and also get the tax write-off of driving a newer car, especially for business purposes. So for me, that's why I prefer leasing my daily drivers and then owning things that I like to drive on the weekend. So now one last point I wanna mention, if you guys enjoyed this video, and this video by the way took forever to film. It took probably three times longer to film this than any other video just because of all the different angles I had to do throughout this. If you wanna show your appreciation, make sure to smash that like button. And also stay tuned because I think one of my upcoming videos is going to be how to car hack to be able to drive a car like this for absolutely free without losing any money. So if you want to stay tuned on that, if you're not already subscribed, make sure just to smash that subscribe button and also hit that notification bell so YouTube notifies you when I do post a video like that. It would mean a lot to me. Also feel free to add me on Snapchat and Instagram. I post there pretty much daily, so if you want to be a part of it there, feel free to add me there. Thank you again for watching and 
until next time.